This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Mike. The cruise power is indigenous to the North Australia girl colonies. Um, hang on, let me do something really quick here. What are you doing? Uh... You want to play the music again? I'd like to thank our guest this week, Ben Carson. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the 100th episode of Dynamic Banter. Oh, that's... Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I can't find Mortimer. Uh, welcome to the 100th episode. <laughs> it's of weird that he wouldn't make himself known. I think he left. <laughs> he might have skipped town. We had a good run. Do you love how Sam and DJ did like a big awesome show and for their 100th episode and we're just like... You played a song for us. And welcome to the 100th episode <laughs> of Dynamic Banter. Well, it's, you know, it's whatever you make it. We're just, I mean, I wish I had time to plant. Like Mike and I always talking to the audience now. Uh, Mike and I all always talk about doing really fun, unique stuff on the show, but time just doesn't permit it. Unfortunately, it makes I think me it sad. It happens organically. It does happen organically, and I think we more than make up for it with our personalities and our mm-hmm. senses of humor. We're big boys. It's like, what would you rather have? If we're being honest, would you rather have a show without a lot of extra bells and whistles that's relatively consistently good and funny to listen to? <laughs> or would you rather have like Mike and Steve go to the theme park and fucking hate each other all day <laughs> because it was meticulously planned yeah, over everything and else? And stressful and so stressful. And I don't want to take off my shirt in public. It's definitely not hard to plan those open space shows. No, I mean, we've done... And we've shows. done them. Yeah. Um, really fun. They turn out real well. It's just tough, man. Hard to hard to make the time for it. Lots of, lots of stuff going on. I think people are... I would imagine that people are more stoked in general that we are busy. <laughs> I think if we were doing too much stuff like that, people would be like, eh, hey, a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to be... We want to be low-key. But then again... Everything The Rock does is special, you know? So maybe you just get to a certain point where you have enough money to make everything special. <laughs> is The Rock still cooking? Uh, I would imagine he probably has a lot of it done for him. He has his own chefs. and they he The Rock smells what someone else is cooking. That's the new... <laughs> he has a home and garden show. <laughs> They're like, come smell what The Rock's cooking. <laughs> And it's a big, beautiful home. It's like a and b Yeah. Not an Airbnb. No, it's called The Rock Breakfast and Bottom. <laughs> Welcome to the 100th episode. Um, today on the 100th episode, Mike and I are going to do absolutely nothing different. Um, How you doing, man? Dude, we're, there's a lot going on right now. I'm like... Let's talk. Oh. You mean like in the world? <laughs> yeah, man. Like politics. Let's talk about politics. Dude, I, I was just at a, a bar with Elliot Morgan. Humble. And uh, we were in North Humboldt Hollywood. County. <laughs> Humboldt brag. Humboldt brag. And uh, the bartender was talking about how she doesn't eat eggs. And I was like, oh, do you have like an allergy or are you like vegan or something? 
And then she went through that whole conversation about trying to be vegan and then being a vegetarian for a long time and all the things that are bad for you to eat. And I, I zoned out in record time because <laughs> I can't like, I mean, I was interested in the one question because my friend Alex is allergic to eggs. So right. she said something about a tofu scramble or something. Most LA thing. I'm into or, a tofu. I'm into a tofu scramble. That's great if you like that kind of thing. So Alex really likes those, but he, he does that because he gets violently ill if he has anything with eggs. Must be a horrible existence. Wow. Violently ill? So I was just wondering if she was similar. Yeah. And then it got similar. to, well, you know, I just watched this documentary and really shouldn't be eating reduced fat, fat wheat thins. And uh, I was like, oh, no, I'm out. What do I do? <laughs> it's like if you fell off the Titanic. Or any cruise ship, and it was going so fast yeah. away from you. Yeah, like there's no way I'm gonna. You weren't. You're not gonna catch up. No. Um. Yeah, the food thing is such a interesting category of discussion because it it's like a um, it's like a whole personality sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Is the f- and and it's like I can appreciate um. <sighs> I don't have a problem with people's like weird diets as long oh, no. as it's not like annoying and uh, um, problematic. Somebody else's diet isn't something that should affect you. Right, right, unless right. Unless you're stuck in a conversation about it. Right, 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 right. Um, it's really easy to just tune out and be- put a big old smile on your face. I don't think, it- yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm hyper aware of Everything that's going on all the time. Yeah. It's part of being a comedian. Something can't happen unless you address it. You're present. You're in the moment at all times. Yeah. And I'm very empathetic. So I can't have a conversation with someone and knowing I've talked to enough people about wrestling to know what it feels like to watch somebody zone out and not sure. give a shit about sure, anything sure. they say. So I don't want to be that either. Right. So now I'm listening to this conversation. Like I, you know, I recounted all the main points to you just now. I yeah. listen to everything. Yes. But. I don't care, and I don't know how long it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, and that's probably an age thing. Maybe. You think about your time. Yeah, you think <laughs> about your time and what it's worth. And uh, Welcome back to the 100th episode. Once again, it's the 100th. Um, I'm, I'm hyper aware of, like, only really strange things. Uh-huh. Like... I'm not hyper aware of like much okay. at all. I uh, can see that. But, you know, I'll notice a human turd on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. You could tell the difference. I mean, it it just seems like it has to be. I'm on board. And I know a lot of people would choose to not see that. Mhm. <laughs> and not not take I that in. I don't see that human turd. <laughs> I think that even if you didn't want to see that, that's kind of an unavoidable Um, yeah, in some ways, I mean, um, in the same way that like you would see it and acknowledge it and ignore it almost immediately, like you tuning out uh, for the dietary discussion. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's pretty much what most people do when they see like a normal person seeing a human turd on the street or on, (laughs) on the sidewalk, they're not going to make a meal out of it. So you're... (laughs) Excuse the French. <laughs> Pardon uh, Malzieu. I wanted to make a bunch of jokes about that, but I don't know how to 
do about it. seeing a human turd? No, about making a meal out of it, but I don't make know how to do it without hurting the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, would you, like if you were at the bar today and we listened to that whole dietary conversation and we went outside and there was a human turd on the uh-huh. on the sidewalk, would you go back into the bar and tell the bartender that there's a turd? human turd? I actually okay. would, yeah. Like here's my thing. I think we I listened would. to your thing for a while. I'd be like, I just saw a human turd out on the <laughs> sidewalk and I just want to know what time do you think that occurred? <laughs> Do you think there was daylight? <laughs> was there a glisten to it? Do you think this person felt like they were in a private room oh, when they ha- made it happen? Imagine the well, ability to turd in public <laughs> like a dude in his 20s pees on a building. Well, dude, I was at the Ren Fair and um, we were in the petting zoo and there was a goat that just like its butthole opened up like the iris of a camera. Yeah. And then they just pour the kicks out of it. It just, yeah. Just like it, <laughs> it literally opened up. If you've never seen a goat poop, it's the, <laughs> and I, I try not to exaggerate too much on the show. Exactly the same as pouring a bowl of cocoa pebbles. Yeah. And, and, but through a, a hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could see, like, pretty deeply inside this goat. Sure. When it opened up, it's like, exit. Yeah. It just went like... <laughs> Time to and then you, you can hear, And then for a moment, you just hear... Because that's all the... There's a wind? Like Elder Scrolls? Well, because it's the deep cave. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then... <laughs> and then all these <laughs> just it's like someone took a handful of blueberries yeah and just pushed them through a little hole <laughs> push them through a scuba suit <laughs> push them through a sleeve of the scuba suit and uh and it was just dropping at a rate that was quite fascinating and um meanwhile goat's just chewing on something yeah yeah it's just standing there like not no there's nothing different about it about its next move yeah and um probably enjoying the feeling of relieving its colon its bowels it's so weird to have your asshole that high that's a high it is very strange yeah because you're you're dropping them down you there's a it they gather speed they inertia, do. The, yeah. The inertia it's, gravity takes them. It's like dro- dropping a penny off the Empire State Building. Imagine a goat shitting off the Empire State wow. Building. Wow. That's like Armageddon when the meteor, or it's like one of those disaster movies where the meteors come down. Dude, what the fuck is up with all these shows? Why has no one done that yet? There's how it's A goat made. shitting off the side of a, <laughs> of a building. Please. Because I think that the Mythbusters, I think the Myth, Myth, the Mythbusters, I think the Ghostbusters did a test of that already, the penny off the building. And I don't think it does much, I thought. We have to test everything. Well, let's do it. Well, we've gone we've done the penny, that's old hat. Yeah. Now I think we move to goat turds. Yeah. Balloon. What was your if you could drop water one balloon? Thing, water is that your answer to the next question? To throw a water balloon off a building? If you could drop anything off the Empire State Building and knew know that you wouldn't kill anybody. Or unless that helps you, you can imagine killing somebody. I would hope that it didn't. If I could drop anything off the Empire State Building. I've thought about this for years. Have you really? Yeah. Like you know already what you would drop off the oh, Empire State for Building? For a year, I've had my solid answer for years. And for sure it won't hurt anybody? 
No, that's not that's not what's important here. Okay, it, wait, but you're saying it won't hurt anybody. It could destroy the ground. It can go through. Okay, a but car. it won't hurt a person. Won't kill a person. Okay, it maybe like might a, frighten a person. Maybe like a <laughs> 1920s cash register full of <laughs> coins. <laughs> Let me guess the thought process. <laughs> Well, penny, we talked about pennies. Yeah. Silver dollar, it's big, but it's one. Yeah. How do I throw a, th- a million <laughs> coins off at once? <laughs> I mean, I could have said like a big jar of coins. Yeah. But cartoon piano, you cartoon say piano, but but the I think it would be very sat- uh, satisfying to see a oh, 1920s cash register hit yeah. the ground cuz all those little gears and buttons will so fly off buttons. everywhere. So many protruding buttons. So many gears. That's one of those fun things where like, you know when something just looks heavy, <laughs> yeah. Like even if that was empty, that's a heavy apparatus. Yeah, that would that would kill a man. Oh god, woman. yeah. Dude, you could drop it on somebody's foot and kill somebody. You probably could. Yeah. They'd get gangrene and die. They would. That and that's how a lot of that's how they got a lot of the bank robbers. This has been a hundredth. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's yours? What do you what do you drop bouncy on? Bouncy ball. Oh, a bouncy ball. Yeah. Dude, that's great. There was What a, do you think uh, would happen? Would it bounce as high as the building? I think that realistically, the wind would do stuff and it would would hit the building and it wouldn't be clean. It wouldn't be like I imagined. Yeah, yeah. I think it would bounce probably half as high. Yeah. But that is still, at that point, that's like... 50 stories yeah and i guess it would it yeah depending on how it hit the ground it might just go right into a wall or something oh absolutely but imagine how unsatisfying would that being be? in an office and seeing something fall and <laughs> like, like what the hell was that what was that it kind of catches your eye for a second like probably build right build and then you look back maybe you're having a look out the window and like, it just comes <laughs> up <laughs> a little pink ball, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. little pink rubber ball. <laughs> yep. There was this. Um, what about a what about a big one? A big bouncy ball, like one of those ones with yeah. like a baseball. Size. Yeah, those are nice. Absolutely. Remember those, like from Chuck E. Cheese. There were there were two different types. There was the types that's like a kind of sparkly, yeah, and very like silicony. Yeah. And then there was just the one made out of pink rubber. Yeah, pure pink rubber. And it just said rubber ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So which one are you talking about the silicone ones? Uh, yeah, I'm talking about the ones that's like clear that has the sparkles yeah, in it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the pink one would be satisfying too, but to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Not a lot to look at. But it's not as pretty. Less sparkles. Love those sparkles. Anyway, uh, this has. Uh, Mike, I got to yeah. talk to you about how I'm playing at the Viper Room tonight. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. It's so ridiculous. We're going to be down the street from each other. What time are we going to be there? It's uh, It starts at 8, but we go gone. on at 9. I'll be going. Oh, man. Like, I'm going down there right after this. Like, oh, really? A block away. Oh, okay. So you're coming. You're going to be home by that time. Yeah. I mean, unless, you know. I mean, you know, you don't have to come. It's going to be what real What if tonight's weird. the night I get passed at the Laugh Factory? Not for not for doing a good job on stage, but for just being present at a podcast. Yeah. Mike, thanks so much for showing up. Appreciate all your hard work. Heard you also do YouTube stuff. How would you like to be a paid regular? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if that happens tonight? Uh, the YouTube part won't be a part of the sentence for sure. Because <laughs> they don't acknowledge that as a reputable source. Oh, they acknowledge source. it, but it's not positive. <laughs> it's the opposite of that. So it's not reputable. No. Usually mm. keep that part out of the conversation. So uh, as funny as, as that sounds, I'm gonna. So my good friend Peter Gilroy, yeah, um, 
He's a music boy. From the Bath Boys. He's Funny. Also a bath boy. He's a Bath Boy from one a, a, com, the comedy group on YouTube called the Bath Boys. If you've never seen their stuff, very funny, uh, very very funny stuff. Um, he he hit me up like a few months ago, and was like, "Dude, we gotta just jam. Come jam with me and my band." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "We're just gonna fuck around with guitars and just have fun." And I was like, "That sounds like a goddamn blast." Yeah, dude. Um, no one who doesn't love music. Can resist that? Jam. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm totally that into are jam. Just like whatever, or like I don't want to jam. Like, I want to jam with you. But uh, people who are so excited to just touch an instrument every day are like, "You touch instruments too? Come touch instruments in the, <laughs> in the same jam. room as us." I I I never I never really did much jamming. Mm-hmm. Like I had like two or three like not serious bands in my life, and um. Jamming was like not very fun for me because I wasn't good at playing the guitar and I couldn't just improvise. Yeah. So like I've never really like jammed. Yeah. Um but the concept of jamming is really fun to me. Yeah. Like I even like jam jam bands. Like I think yeah. Grateful Dead is like a jam band. Dude, people talk a lot of shit, but Dave Matthews is a really good band. Dude, I love Dave Matthews. Insanely I was just listening to that band. um Eat, sleep, and dream, or what is it? Drink, sleep, and dream. Dude, if you isolated any individual track in that 75 piece band, because it really is like Chicago, it is like the new Chicago. Yeah. It's insane. Even just the drummer, yeah, even yeah. the bass, super player. complicated shit, insane, and it's shit. beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. He's, it, I love Dave Matthews. He's um, a big inspiration for me being a small acoustic boy. That's in the cool. 90s. Yeah, yeah. Him, Jonathan Myers. Was Dave Matthews the band that dropped a bunch of poop on the road when they were? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was. You remember that? I don't think they did it with Malice. Right, right. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, they yeah. were out of their tour bus out or something. Tour it bus. was like off a bridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a total accident onto a different highway <laughs> just oh no what i pooped out on the ground <laughs> too many towns <laughs> that was the closest we'll get to the goat yeah <laughs> opening up the back of a bus and dropping um, shit off a mountain <laughs> the reason why i even brought up the goat though was like because imagine just being able to stand there and just let a shit out <laughs> Talking to your pals, <laughs> yeah, and have it not, yeah, and have it not be a thing, yeah, yeah, just like a big old fucking turd. Do you see that? You're um, just like, and like the other day, like <laughs> I was just like, what? And it's just this giant turd on the ground underneath me. Yeah, but how many different times do you have? Like, what's your ratio of good poops to bad poops? I know. So I know. you would have to have all these bad poops. I know. Like, like five white poops yeah. in front of your friends. Well, we also, as humans, we have like the buttocks. Which seen them, which is what keeps the poop shoot closed tight. Sure, and um, animals have like exposed rectums, basically. Yeah, yeah. And they're it's very easy for them to just drop a load. Sure, and then Bob's your uncle. Also shame. Yeah, and there's shame. We're yeah. the only ones with shame. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think dogs have shame. You think so? No. You think dogs won't shit anywhere no, they want? They certainly will. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, like I'm gonna play the Viper Room with Peter Gilroy and his band called Lullabies. Okay, I've seen their Instagram clips and I like them very much. They're very relaxing, very yeah, man. Soothing music. It's fun. It's fun, and um, uh, he has a beautiful guitar as well. Yes, he does. Um, and he's got a good band of boys, and um, 
and Peter hit hit me up and um <laughs> when I was in Arizona I was pl- I was putting up um Instagram videos of me playing that flute yeah <laughs> and uh Peter hit me up and he's like dude please play that in my band uh-huh. we have a couple songs in B yeah dude it's weird because it works on every song <laughs> it really does it works on every song. Yeah. What's the margin of error there between thinking <laughs> that it works on every song and playing it on every song regardless? Um, I don't think I'll be playing on every song. Like, I might exit stage. You're not going to do that thing where you sit on an amp and, like, nod Should to I the do songs that? that you're not in? Should I do that? I think it's... I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't know what... I, I'm too far removed from... I know. I don't know what... They, I've, it's been a while since I've played with a band. Yeah. It's been a very long time since I've played. Because there's with a band. one of two things: you're either out there, or you're the guy who's like, you know what? Let's bring Steve back out. Steve's there, goes it back out. <laughs> yeah. How's everybody doing tonight? We're gonna bring our good friend, good, good friend, family friend. <laughs> bring it out. Come on, put your hands together. This guy holds my kids. And Steve's there, goes it back out. <laughs> the hundred, one hundred. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know who <laughs> I don't know who I'll be tonight. But and I also don't know if I should like dress like a weirdo or dress casy cool. Can I I'm gonna say something. Okay. And it's just my suggestion. Okay, go ahead. And you take this and you be whatever you're gonna be with it. Yeah. I, I value your opinion in this area, Mike, because you were a traveling band. Good. Don't you, wear shorts on the stage. Oh, certainly not. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no one sees your legs. No one sees your toes. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Unless you're uh, any female. You can have your shoes off. And Who, you can shoes sh- is a very hippie thing to do. My dude, I used to listen to this band Days Away. Mm-hmm. Ooh, boy. And I never saw that guy wear shoes. Also, and that's okay. Leonard Skinner never wore shoes. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, yeah. Now, just I'm be saying, safe. That's like a music festival thing to do. Yeah. You got to feel I got to feel it. Dude, I'm just like stoked to be on the viper room stage that's, that's so like crazy, a that's man. like a, a an iconic la venue you should flip yourself out and go through like everyone who's been on that stage <laughs> oh on my your, god on your phone in the green room before you oh go no on. <laughs> oh no i don't want to do that i did that uh at toad's place uh-huh. in, in new haven you ever hear of toad's place uh is that no. like a place that transcends uh regional diction Ooh, uh, that's my favorite Depeche Mode album. That's the place in Connecticut where like anyone, it was a, it's a bar. It's right. like a big bar, but like Rolling Stones played there. Fucking Stevie oh, Ray Jesus, Vaughan, James Jesus. Taylor. Yeah. Hall and Oates. Yeah. On, you know, yeah. Everyone, everyone comes through there. And uh, I got to play there a few times and I was always just like, cause they've never fixed anything. And there's a spot. <laughs> oh, back so it's there. like it's like CBDB or whatever the fuck that place. CBGBs. Was. It was like Connecticut CBGBs. CBGB. Okay, got it. And then there was like a backstage area with like a jacuzzi and like a like a sex area. Oh my god! And it was who's used that jacuzzi, dis- dude? Too many. How many sperms are in there? Too many. All of the venereal diseases are in. It's like a pot. Of Scientists are disease. baffled with how many venereal diseases are in that jacuzzi. My foot. Uh, I have foot syphilis. I've got a thing. I can't find bands that have played the Viper Room for some reason. <laughs> it's, I've never heard of it. But I have. I have found an article that says Viper uh, Room deaths. <laughs> so that's. Oh no. 
And there's an article on Ranker called 10 Wild, Violent, and Tragic Stories from the Viper Room, the legendary bar owned by Johnny Depp. Oh, he owned that place? I yeah. That. No, I think he still currently owns it. Come uh, come to the Viper Room. <laughs> Have a good time. <laughs> well, the, we know about River Slap Phoenix. Lady. River Phoenix died outside of the Viper Room. We know yes. that. That was, uh, what's his name? What's his name's homie? Um, Who's the dude with the angels? No, 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 not Charlie Sheen. Like little Charlie Sheen. What the fuck is his name? 80s, like he was in every movie in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Corey. Corey Haim. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Haim. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey Haim passed away as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Slipknot's Corey Taylor was thrown in jail after purposefully smashing a Viper Room window. Dude, musicians love to break shit. Oh, yeah. I never got it. Yeah. You got to be a certain level of we could afford something else to replace it to want to break shit. Wait, listen to this. The Viper Room was part of an illegal $100 million high stakes poker ring <laughs> for Hollywood celebrities like Ben Affleck and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that's good stuff. Out of every celeb who sat at her table, Bloom admitted that Tobey Maguire was the sorest loser. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm <laughs> Spider-Man! <laughs> Three Spider-Man movies. For half the movie, I did. Three Spider-Mans. <laughs> I've played three Spider-Mans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thomas McGuire. Sore loser. Days before he was supposed to testify against Depp, Anthony Fox, a co-owner of the club, disappeared. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Are you going to be okay at this Did point? Johnny Depp disappear someone? Uh, you... Make fun of me, you'll never be seen again. <laughs> After that. Counting Crows exploded, lead singer Adam Duritz bartended at the Viper Room to keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sentence that's written on the internet. You know who my favorite singer in the 90s was? Uh, Fred Duritz. <laughs> uh, I don't know who John Frusciante is. But he is the guitar player of the uh, Red Hot Chilean Peppers. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Chilean Peppers. He played a disastrous, bizarre set at the Viper Room when he was strung out. Oh, no. um, the Viper Room was originally a 1950s strip club owned by famed gangster Mickey Cohen. I have no way to doubt the The Vi- Viper Room's haunted. And here's just one more line down here. It says, uh, the Viper Room is haunted. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the one I've heard. That... I'm looking up famous. I know. It's weird. I can't find anything about famous it. Famous Viper Room p- photos. Can't find them. This looks like dis- disturbed. Was there one? <laughs> Uh-huh. Looks like in excess walked by there on you the way to somewhere. You can stop right there. <laughs> you can totally stop there. <laughs> I think Rush parked their bus outside. <laughs> they were all going Paul to- Simon used a toilet in there once. <laughs> Paul Simon parked in the Viper room while he went to E24. <laughs> um. <laughs> James Taylor asked to use the phone at the Viper Room. Um, I don't know, bunch of weird shit. Anyway, it's very exciting. I'm very excited about tonight, and um, that's that's cool. Yeah. Anyone who's listening that came out, thank you, dude. What a what a cool thing, because that place is a uh, 
that's an awesome Hollywood history place. Yeah, yeah. So that's real cool. And and I'm gonna play a <laughs> a flute. Yeah, up there, just like disturbed, like Jethro Tull, <laughs> sitting on a park bench. Dude, we've infiltrated Hollywood, man. Yeah, man. But, like, it's so funny how we're, like, Hollywood adjacent. Yeah, I mean, in the same places, but. Yeah, but it's it's like you having performed on famous comedy stages and and, um, me about to perform at the Viper Room, like, it says nothing about our status in life. It just says that we're, like, I mean, it says says a lot about our, our, who we are. Well, compare it to past things i lived in connecticut sure 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 and it was uh i was limited in what i could do like i could i could drive or take the train to new york city and have kind of similar experiences but unless you're to the point where you're able to move across the country and do whatever you do for a job to sustain yourself to the point where you can work up to those stages i think that says something for your uh Unless we're talking about two different things. No, no, I think we're, I think we're we're on the same page. I just um, I think we're there because we're better than we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we wouldn't be anywhere near the those stages if we weren't good at the flute. At least good at the flute. <laughs> <laughs> good at playing an improv flute. Um, Mike, I'd like to um get down to business here. Uh, like to give a quick shout out to improv group the yes andes <laughs> which features no member with the name andy no in andes. it dollar shave club is a super rad awesome uh club no joke changed my life yeah dollar shave club with the addition of i don't want to get too far ahead well, but Dollar Shave Club is an important part of my life. It's it's actually a, a at least a bi-weekly use. Yeah, hell yeah. Um brand for me. That to clean up you. Um you got to clean keep it clean. Now, you might be thinking Dollar Shave Club is just all about shaving slicing hair down off your face or in your whoa 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 but it's actually not <laughs> I'll tell you what it is there there's so much more than just <laughs> razors uh-huh. they've got one wipe charlies oh my good god which will change the way you poop it is like Bringing a spa to your ass. It's like taking your ass out on an anniversary dinner. Come on out, ass. We're going to paint the town. Hey, ass. We're going to Hawaii. I'm going to make you look like the opposite of a goat's ass. I'm going to tell you what. You're going to get nooks. You ain't never known to be clean. You thought you were clean. You thought you were clean, and I'll tell you what. You're never as clean as when you get a one-wipe Charlie down there. First time. Keep it soft. First time you use a one-wipe Charlie, it's like every movie where they dress up a homeless guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
homeless guy <laughs> sees a mirror and he starts to cry a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I he love doesn't those. recognize himself. I love those movies. That's what it's like. Like rescue, Pretty Woman. Rescue your ass from yuck with one wipe Charlie's through the magic. Look, just let's, let's get down to the scoop. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. They have everything you need to get ready in the bathroom and are much more than just razors, as I've said. The Dollar Shave Club, yes, that Dollar Shave Club, delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. I'm talking shampoo. I'm talking conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, uh, and even a wipe that'll clean the fuck out of your dirty ass. And it'll tingle you up. It feels tingly. Um, that and they do actually have also an amber and lavender calming body cleanser, which mm. smells so damn good. I haven't been privy to really? that. Really? Ooh, I hope you get it soon, because... Uh, Is that something you put on a loofah situation or wash towel? Yeah, you could, for sure. What do you do? It's got a little bit of... A, I'll just put it right in my hands and rub it down all over my... Whoa, 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 whoa! And that's a combination of amber and lavender. And I'll tell you what, good luck finding a product that great at the store. What is amber? I wouldn't be able to tell you what that smelled like. All the Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget. You'll feel the difference. Plus, shipping is free with your membership. So, guys, here's a great way to get a bunch and to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products. For just five bucks, that's five bone, that's one, two, three, four, five in the sky, you get their daily essentials starter set which comes with a body cleanser, one wipe Charlie's, their amazing butt wipes, their world famous shave butter, and their best razor, the six blade executive. Keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month. Add in a shampoo, toothpaste, or anything else you need. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash banter. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash banter. Banter. Set it together. Um, do I do love what they've got. Uh, in store guys have you have you ever heard of quip mike yes uh big fan me too quip has made brushing my teeth much more fun and it makes me happy to smile can i tell you something yeah i literally just got the email notification that my refills were coming in mine too new battery and new brush head yeah i got legit excited me too yeah i was really stoked about it that's about as organic as you could possibly get Real excitement from an email. And when you get a Quip package, it's in like a c- cool little bag. A little that space age bag. It looks like a weed it. bag. It does look like a weed bag. Like a, a medicinal weed bag. Not like the weed bag that your older brother stole your shoes. And sure. Different. The truth is, Mike, most of us are brushing her teeth wrong, but, you know, not for long enough and forget to change your brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing. Did you know that 30% of Americans don't even... In your eyes, the light, the heat... 30% 30% of Americans, and this is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's sad, Steve. Really stuck. I'm a sorry. Statistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They What's don't the even st- put the brush in their mouth. <laughs> 30%? 30 of Americans. Where are they putting them? That's our country. Where are they putting them? They just don't have a brush. They don't even have a brush. They, You're well, saying they 30% haven't. of Americans don't even brush <laughs> their teeth. The, they'll have the brush. They'll put the toothpaste on the brush. But they won't put it in their mouth. They'll put toothpaste on the brush, and then they'll set it down on the sink and go like, ah. 
uh, brush my teeth. But they'll still do the spit, which is weird. <laughs> run, run the and water. there's plenty of it for some reason. Because it makes your mouth water wanting that toothpaste in your mouth. And that's where Quip comes in. Um, guess what, guys? Quip doesn't focus on flashy gimmicks rather than uh, better brushing. Uh, but what makes Quip so different? Well, for starters, Quip's an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of abrasions to help keep your teeth clean. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist's recommended two minutes with guiding impulses that remind you when to switch sides. It's space-aged. It looks space-aged. It's so wonderful. You feel like you've got an Apple toothbrush in your mouth. Sure. Also, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks, including free shipping worldwide. Guys, come on, man. This is ridiculous. Five bucks a month for replacement toothbrushes. It's so good. That's so good. It's honestly made me brush my teeth more. Quip because also I look at it, and I'm like, man, that's so much fun. I know. Let's and it's a fun it little device. Yeah. It's a fun little game to play. It's like a brush and teeth game. Yeah. Um, and the suction that mounts right onto your mirror is so cool. It unsticks. It sticks. Restickable. You can take it to a hotel with you and stick it right on the mirror. It looks really awesome. You can put it on somebody else's car. Guys, and Quip was on Oprah's O list, and it was named Time's Best Inventions, one of Time's Best Inventions, and the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushes use Quip every day. So, guys, Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash banter right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. You know, those uh, refill packs are 5 bucks a month, but you get your first one free. That's uh, your first pack free at getquip.com slash banter, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter. Get those quips, baby. Get them in your mail. Brush your teeth real hard. Make your mommy proud. You only get one teeth. It's Mother's Day. Get your goddamn mouth clean before you kiss mama on the lips. Clean your mouth for your, if not for yourself, clean your mouth for your mom. Welcome back to the... Does that mean we brush our teeth like Oprah brushes our teeth? I bet, yeah. Do we start our day like Oprah like starts Oprah. her day? Ugh, no way. Oprah has, Oprah's morning routine is probably the most insane thing you've ever heard. You think she's a jumping jacks person? No. What's first for Oprah? I think she Some has like a cyborg suit <laughs> that she just slips right into like Iron Man. Show me today. And I think it just, it exercises for her. Uh-huh. Yes, he stands in the suit and it's doing things like this. (laughs) One, two, three, four. And it's doing like push-ups for her. Dude, you know what I imagine? Would that work? Would a suit that does that work? No, because you have to, as long as it like used your, it couldn't just move you. It has to like provide resistance for your muscles. You but what, what if saying? it knew? What if it knew Here's the resistance levels? I'll I'll solve the problem. Okay. Here's what I pictured when you said that. <laughs> okay. She steps into a suit and it looks exactly like Iron Man, but it's all like silver, like sparkly silver. Right. And maybe the eyes are like a uh, oh, 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 are like uh like a beautiful jade or like a like a seafoam green or into something that, like into that. Into that. <laughs> and she's in it, and she's locked in. It goes, and it locks her in. There's like a little. <laughs> Puff of smoke that comes yeah. out of the side, and then you just and then it's just like electrodes on your body that that stimulate your muscles. So she's just like 
activate uh, exercise mode, uh, muscle engagement. And it just and she's just standing there in this beautiful and suit, going, do, do, and do, do, all do, you do, hear is. And she's just staring straight ahead with a straight face. Because <laughs> yeah, it's it's not even her face. It's just oh, it's the, the Iron, Iron Man, Man face. <laughs> and it's just yeah. And then oops. Muscle engagement completed. I think while she's doing it though, someone comes into her room and her Iron Man mask comes up. Yeah. And she's just staring. what is it, Genevieve? No, no, no. She's just staring, and then someone brings over a, a shake with a straw in it. And it's just, you still hear the zzz, 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 <laughs> yeah, And she's just out. like. <laughs> and then gives the shake back and then they leave the room and then zzz, yeah. the mask comes back down. Yeah. Zzz, zzz, Dude, zzz, do you think zzz, she, uh, that's so, to be stationary in the suit is really funny. Yeah. Do you with think no movement at all. The same type of phone that everybody uses. Yeah. She probably has like an iPhone X or something. You don't think it's some special like Oprah celebrity. <laughs> It's like Siri, make a million dollars. You think like like um, uh, what's his name? Bill Gates made her like a personal Oprah phone. Yeah, the he- O phone, <laughs> the O phone. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's very easy to. I'd buy the O phone because I remember like when <laughs> cell phones first started getting real popular. Yeah, all like the rappers and all the celebrities would have like just their version of it. <laughs> right. So I'm sure she just has a. Crazy Bentley of a phone. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. If you've all, if you've got like a crazy car, like a lot of celebrities have like insane cars like you've never seen before. Teslas that yeah. haven't come out yet. And yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe Oprah, Oprah would have some kind of like special phone. I think so. It opens people's hearts. And it stuff. opens people's hearts. Oprah's, Oprah eyes. Oprah. <laughs> Oh my! So we're going to Palm Springs Dakes, Dakes, in a couple Parks, of days. Show host Oprah all <laughs> glasses off. Uh, glasses off. Oh my God! What a good! I hope that someday we get to do a sketch that's like a seventies roast. Why not? Let's sketch. just do it. Okay, we'll do it for Valley Folk. Should we do it with this? Right it's now, it's not gonna work. Like glasses off. It's not gonna work. Okay, uh, we're going to Palm Springs in a couple of days. Something called ClamorCon. Yeah, and it's um, we going tomorrow. You think? Yeah, I'm going tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Yeah, I really like Palm Springs. After getting super fucked drunk up <laughs> with uh, Peter Gilroy and his band, we're gonna get fuck up. I'm gonna get drunked up. I uh, so you're you have drinks now. Um. You have a drink Some, from time to time. Yeah, a drink. Last yes. time you explained it to me, you're like, I order a drink at like five thirty in the afternoon, and I just have it. Until and then like till nine p.m. and it's not even finished by that point. That's nice. Yeah, I would be worried that because you're new to drinking, mm-hmm. you have to go through like high school and college. Oh, drinking right, all at once in a very short. Yeah, no, I um, I don't I, ever want to clean up your puke. Is what I'm. It's saying. been very stressful this past couple of months, and uh, Elliot Morgan has introduced me to the wonders of a Jack and Diet. Sure, and a couple of sips while you're sitting with friends. Yeah, I think it's nice. Yeah, I don't get it as much as I used to. I used to do it, and then it would make me feel. Uh, like bad before it has any good effects. I think that's just the way belly changes. Well, Elliot was like, just wait until you have this when you're happy. 
he's like, then you'll really enjoy it. Which is really the case. You could say that for anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I should see a movie when I'm happy. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is awesome. you know, I've, I've, I've only been to Palm Springs like a couple of times. I remember going as a kid and then um, uh, we went to shoot a pilot uh, with some friends out there. Um at an Airbnb. Uh, but yeah, this ClamorCon thing sounds really fun. It's like a creator's... Yeah, I was there. I got a bagel at it last year. Roundup? Yeah. You got a what? got a bagel. Oh, you got a bagel. Cool. Uh, they invited me last year, and I hung out, and I ate their bagel. I think I ate one of their turkey sandwiches, and I saw some friends, and I sat in on a bunch of people talking about YouTube stuff. It's very interesting to hear other people. Well, uh, on 100... And uh, just to hear their like qualms with it, and to hear their proposed uh, solutions, solutions, fixes, and like how uh, it's very easy to just get trapped in like I, like I've been doing it forever on the regular, and like I know how I need to do stuff to get stuff out on a regular basis. Right. But so many people do so much more, just put out things more frequently, and yeah. it's it's interesting to hear their process yeah yeah i do it is interesting you're right because there are people that are like doing the daily grind which is like crazy so me. crazy there's not enough money in the world <laughs> yeah i used to yeah. talk to trippy about because i i know trippy through yeah he's Coley, cool and uh he does he go there will you see him you think i don't think so they're in florida so they're like oh yeah that's right away. that's right they're like playlist people um michael buckley comes out that's true. I think he had a lot. Oh, to he's do like with involved like in it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. And he's a good guy. I like Michael Buckley. I like the Buckles. Um, what the Buckles? <laughs> it was a show about pilgrims he used to do. Um, but uh, I don't remember what I was saying. Um, it's you very s- interesting. it's it's interesting to listen to the creators their work on the daily. Yeah, putting their oh stuff oh, up. And there's just like I would listen to Trippy talk about like how he would be on tour. They would be on like the Vans Warped Tour or something and he would have to like go somewhere and find Wi-Fi to upload like a fully edited. Jesus Christ. Like, Dude, never, <laughs> never, ever. Yeah, that's so much. Oh, never, ever. Because then like once you start doing shit daily, it's like people expect that. And then once you want to take a step back and reclaim your life, they're like, oh, no. No, you you promised us this, right. and this is what we get for free now. <laughs> right. This is what we expect. Yeah, of you. yeah, and uh, that's crazy. It's just different, man. Yeah, it's just different. Now. Like for me, I always have to like live life to be able to make stuff that I think would be funny in the context of life. Right. You know. And right, because that's where the experience comes yeah. from. And a daily vlog is more like this is what we're doing today, so it's more of like a voyeuristic yeah. thing, and you don't have to necessarily get a big laugh or make a point or help someone. Sure. Or, you know, all that stuff might come naturally, but we need some sh- sh- time to formulate some thoughts and some jokes. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to single out something you mentioned. You mentioned Warped Tour mm-hmm. in there. Did you ever go to Warped Tour? Only to see, like, Coley would be like, we're going to be in Anaheim or some shit. Oh, like that's that. cool. What were, what were, like, the big headliners at It's Warped bands Tour? like... Like Blink-182 and stuff like that? I think so, and like Good Charlotte, Good Charlotte, like yeah. those type of. I'm probably being very dated. In which band was it that's like Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous? Was that some Forty One? Oh, yeah, oh maybe. No, wasn't that Bowling for Soup? <laughs> maybe. 
the pop punk bands are good at naming their band. Yeah, yeah, Panic yeah. Panic at the Dix, Dixo Dick, exclamation Dix mark. Cobani's <laughs> exclamation <laughs> exclamation point. Johnny's Red Hand. Yeah, one of my favorite bands. <laughs> John Hand. John Hand. That guy from that show about advertisement. The typewriters. <laughs> dude, we play. The Yes with, Andes. Dude, there's no shortage of good band names from. From back in my music days. Oh, yeah. We played this contest once, this Battle of the Bands, with this band called Dr. Roctopus <laughs> and the Nucks. <laughs> I think Dr. Roctopus would have been enough. And they, I'll never forget them as long as they live, as long as I live. They got on stage <laughs> and they play, They <laughs> finished their first song and it was loud. And they let the cord ring out. And then they went, surprise! (laughs) (laughs) What? Do you know how how many confidence you have to have (laughs) at that moment? (laughs) To yell surprise. You're welcome! (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome! This song's about my skateboard. (laughs) They're good. I think they won the contest. <laughs> Any uh, band who brings 400 people to a uh, Battle of the Bands is going to win. Yeah. No Battle of the Bands has ever been contingent upon how good your band is. Was that a good band, though? Dr. Octopus? No. Not when I saw them. Maybe they've gotten Like, better. they just sounded like they weren't ready to be on stage and stuff, or they just didn't have good music. we played with them, we were at the point in our musical career where we were practicing as constantly as we could because we were going to make it. So when you're there and you play <laughs> shows with people who are just like doing it because they love each other <laughs> or they're like in high school and they have free time or they don't play sport. They're in a band because they don't play sports. You're like, hey, good luck, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You get to a certain point, especially if you're in a rock band and you have to hear other bands where you're just like, call me. I won't be in this building until it's our time to go on. I don't want to hear another band ever. Yeah, I get that. A lot that. of people get that way with comedians, too. Like a lot of the older true. comedians will be like, yeah, I'm not going to listen. The veterans that like want to help you and have like knowledge to bestow upon you, it's like a great honor to ask somebody to listen to your set, and they do. Or they come up to you afterwards and be like, I really like that joke or whatever. But to expect a comic who's heard nothing but other comics for 30 years listen to your new shit. It's like, what is this fucking, what is this kid who's been doing this for five years yeah. going to say that I haven't, I didn't hear in 1997? Yeah, good point. You know, I guess it's about delivery at that point. Yeah. And, and presence. That's why it always helps to be a nice person. Like if you're like the Uber driver, Uber driver, <laughs> Uber driver that I had whose band sucked. Oh, right, I right. listened to the whole album because he was nice. Like if we didn't know each other and you were like, if we met like yesterday and we hit it off like we do and you were like, dude, I'm playing the Viper Room. If I didn't have anything to do, I would go to the Viper Room. Yeah. And uh, bands who just walk around, like if you're 17 and you're like, fuck, hell yeah, man. We brought 57 people who are going to cheer because they're our <laughs> friends and family at this battle of the bands. That's supposed to be best band wins. A hundred dollar gift card to Guitar Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to spend it. <laughs> you have to spend it next weekend. At Jerry's Swap Shack. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just no... Being nice trumps everything else, man. There's yeah, no... of course, of course. 
Yeah. I, and Very little good people left. <laughs> I, I remember having like a pretty bad panic attack in the back of an Uber one time. <laughs> Which is my second favorite band from high school. Pretty bad panic attack in the back of an Uber. <laughs> pretty bad panic attack at the disco. <laughs> that would totally be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Pretty bad panic attack. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, the woman that was driving me was so nice. Um, and uh, she was telling a story about how, like, she was like, I was driving. We were going on Laurel Canyon, like the one that does one of these boys, the zigzags. Yeah. And, um, and she was like, I was driving with people that were feeling sick in my car, and I was trying to drive as slow as I could. And I'm just, like, in the back seat, like, sweating and freaking out. Yeah. And um, But she was so nice that it, like, calmed me down. Yeah. She, like, calmed me out of my panic attack. It's like it, when a nurse has really good bedside. Makeup, yeah, 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 yeah. Or not cold hands. Yeah. Yeah. There was a good nurse when I was uh, going through my kidney stuff. That's she so was important, great. Man. She was so great. Yeah. I'll tell you where the good nurses are. Hmm. And I apologize to any nurses, but you know, you know, good nurses are on the day shift. Yeah. Because the nighttime nurses are like, how do I stop you from being annoying right now? Yeah, yeah. And also my favorite band from the 90s is Good Nurse. Good Nurse. Good time nurses. Um, do you have any plugs, Mike? Fuck oh, we should man. do a History Road. Please, we should do a History please Road. Please let me get some time. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I forgot about History Road. I've got so much going on. I can't think about anything at all. Uh, I'm also not doing that other. I got the boot ski off the other podcast. So I don't have a hard out. Oh, great. Really talk about hard out. I've got a hard out to go right to sleep after this because I only got about three out of hours of sleep last night. Dude, sleep is so incredibly important. Tell me about it. And you need it. Tell me about it. Remember when bare naked ladies were like, who needs sleep? Everyone. That's (laughs) the answer. Yeah. That's why you broke up. (laughs) That's why you ain't got two lead singer no more. Did bare naked ladies break up? I think the blonde guy is not in it. <laughs> I don't know which one that the is. The one who sounded like this. <laughs> <laughs> I right. think they played at the Viper Room. Oh. Would you rather listen to Three Straight Days of Dave Matthews Band or Bare Naked Ladies? <laughs> or Bare Naked or Dave Matthews Band's uh, poop. We have the audio recording. Dude, someone sent us an audio history road. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's nice. It's from Robin Robin Brandt. Sounds pretty British. History Rose. Um, but hang on, let me do this right. History History. My power, my pleasure, my pain. Baby, to, to me, me you're like a rolling Did you know that when it snows, my eyes become blinded? Blinded, you don't get dizzy. <laughs> you hit that seventh and you hit it tough. All right, are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. History. History.
Robin Brandt says, hi, boys. I've never had the courage to do this before, but here's a history road I made for you. Would love to hear it on the podcast. If it's good enough, hopefully you'll like it. It gets re- a little serious at the end, but it's something I really want you to know. So if you don't put it in an episode, please listen to it if you can. That's sweet. All right, here we go. History road. Hello, horn-born babies. My name is Robin. And I'm from Sweden, and this is my history road. Oh, I am British. using a small BBBB boy voice box app to speak, for I have lost the ability to utter even the simplest of words after the accident. Very so awesome. sit back and relax, eat some thick pickle popcorn and drink some flavored wets, while I tell you the story of how I lost my voice. It was a warm summer's day eve, and I was walking down a lonely road, with only my shadow as company. I was listening to the Dynamic Babies podcast (laughs) while sincerely licking a lollipop, working my way towards the lollipop stick. I've always enjoyed collecting those sticks, whatever they are called. I keep hundreds of them in a dirty sock under my bed, waiting until they'll be old enough to sell for a huge amount of coinage. I was working on my third lollipop when suddenly, I heard a sound coming from behind me. I stopped dead in my tracks, and listened. It was a weird, almost inhuman sound, similar to the sound of a dog tap dancing in rubber shoes, on a wet floor, wearing soaked pant. You jingle horse better show yourself. (laughs) I yelled out. I silently waited for an answer. Suddenly, I could feel a cold, wet, breath on my neck. I slowly turned around, and was met by two big eyes staring back at me. I watched in fear as open eyes. Close eyes. Open eyes. Eyes open. This creature before me was unlike any ever seen in our world. In my ears I could hear Steve scream about quip and honking horns, and Mike laughing hysterically. I just stood there, staring. Our world, said in a British female accent, is the most Game of Thrones thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Okay, here I go. At this creature for what felt like an eternity, when suddenly it opened its big furry, thick, lips, and kissed me. I didn't know what to do as I had never before been kissed by someone with hair on their lips. Except for my one friend who has a moustache, but this was a little different. After a short while, (laughs) the creature stopped, and backed away from me. I could now see it in its full form. Thank you for the kiss, it said to me. I now have enough power to get back to my home world. Your voice was the last needed for spaceship. I opened my mouth to answer it, but no words came out. I opened mouth, close mouth, Mm. open mouth. (laughs) I looked into the creature's eyes with a facial expression that said, what the fuck just happened, but I received no answer, for the next thing I remember is waking up on my living room floor, completely naked, peanut butter all over my crotch, and wet pant hanging on the chair next to me. To this day. I haven't told anyone else what Tilly happened, I just blame it on deep-throating a hot dog for too long. So that's the story of how I lost my voice. Actually, you probably haven't figured this out yet, but I kind of made this whole story up. I can actually talk perfectly fine, but I do have social anxiety, which is why I have never been able to tell you boys how much you've helped get through my days, every day, for the last 73 years. Not to get too serious, 
but I wouldn't have made it this far in my life if it weren't for source-fed, and now dynamic banter. Humble brag. Thank you so much for existing, I love you guys, never change. Also, I bought Quip and it's amazing. <laughs> Triple horn hung goodbye. Robin. Wow, that was wonderful. Triple horn hung goodbye. I want to be honest with you. I didn't know what you're talking about halfway through that. Was it a wolf? It was, I think it was a person with a beard. It was a person with a beard. Yeah, it might have been one of us. Okay. Maybe it was a wolf. Maybe it was a monster. You never know. (laughs) I can't take it. Okay, so you got a movie coming out? Uh, Go ahead. Excuse me. Okay. We get a little water. Let's get a little water. Okay, so you want to tell us about this movie you have coming out next summer? Okay, and I understand uh, Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Yeah, Uh, yeah, you had a good time working together. (laughs) Okay, no stories like that. (laughs) Uh, So, guys, uh, Mike, do you have a plugs? Fuck. Yes. Do you um, have a plugs? Do you have one plugs? May 12th, which I believe is Saturday. Uh, Oino Vino headlining a Vino is Welcome Back to the 100. On May 14th, I'll be doing my 100th show at the Laugh Factory. Sean Joshi and friends. Uh, contact me if you'd like to get on the guest list for that. Uh, I'll be at the Comedy Store on the 15th and the 16th. Different times. Go ahead and check out Mike Falzone for that. Uh, I'll be at the Open Space Theater for the Friends and Friends Crowd Work Show. It's There's a good show. Ticket, thank you so much, Steve. There's um, a bunch of my comedian friends. No prepared material. Tickets for that on Eventbrite. Uh, May 20th, I will be on uh, the O the Valley Comedy Night over there at 77 in Studio City. May 24th, I'll be at one of my favorite clubs. It's Flappers in Burbank. Uh, There are discounted tickets available on my app and my website right now. Morning show, Mike in the Morning, has been doing uh, real well. It's just fun. I love it. It's It's real fun to make. Uh, Watch the newest episode that was inspired by Donald Glover. We've been talking a lot about him. And that comes out every Tuesday and Friday. We have a bunch of new Dynamic Banter shirts at dynamicbanter.clothing. And mm-hmm. I think that's it for me. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a lot of fun coming up. I think Lee just found the Valley Folk office a $4 desk, I heard. Yeah. So you can look forward to that. Yeah. Well, we're going to start recording Dynamic Banter over there now at the yeah. Valley Folk office because yeah. a lot of this equipment's going to end up over there. You know what's really interesting? And maybe it'll it'll work coming from me. There was, and feel free to cut all this out. Okay. There was a bit of a, um, like you guys didn't want to post pictures of the office because it looks beautiful and you didn't want your patrons to think that you were spending all of their money on furniture. Right. But it's but all like $5 furniture. <laughs> Delman and Lee go to these fucking furniture auctions yeah. where they get this beautiful antique shit yeah. for like nothing. And yeah. Delman has a problem where he can't not buy anything. So I know he's like, I got eight desks. 
for a dollar like each. Two bedroom. Yeah, no, they've been getting amazing deals on everything. Every piece of furniture you'll see there yeah. is like literally like a ten dollar chair or like a like a five dollar couch, and it all looks beautiful. I told her to keep an eye out for for me for my apartment. Yeah, Selfish for sure. Thing. And I think Joe got a got um a dresser for his house or something. I don't right. know. Um, good stuff. Uh. Speaking of the Valley Folk, if you guys want to be a patron of that, Valley Folk or Patreon.com slash the Valley Folk to help us uh, get that thing uh, off the ground. It's, it's, it's moving along. We've got our office space. We're very excited. We're going to start streaming every Wednesday there again, and we're going to start doing podcasts there and our, and our flagship show, which premieres um, in June, probably. End of May, beginning of June. Uh, very excited. Very excited. Very exciting. Guys, thank you so much. This is our 100th episode of Dynamic Banter. So in honor of that, I'm going to honk this 100 times. Okay. And and it's also just want to say thank you to everyone that's listened to us from the very beginning. Um it's been an, it's been quite a journey and um I, I I love you all and I and I can't wait to to move into uh, many more years and many more episodes of this fucking weird ass show. Yeah, man. And we we really do plan on doing stuff like coming to see you in different areas. There's we're in, in talks with a couple people, uh, getting the ball kind of rolling on that. And uh, like Steve said, you know this is the most fun that we have. And I was talking about this at um, Sam and DJ's podcast. Well, shout out to Sam and DJ, <laughs> and congratulations to them. The two of the nicest people in the world, and they have a beautiful audience like you guys. And they're they're just really cool people, and they come out and they support. And uh, it's it's a really cool thing when you could sit with a friend of yours and just talk to each other like you'd normally sure. talk to each other, and have a bunch of people like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that you guys like that means that in some way, shape, or form, you guys are like us. So it really is a comforting thing to be in this group of people who like get each other. And like when I do shows all around the country, there's always, always, always dynamic banter fans there. And it really means the world. And you guys give me a bunch of cool stuff that I usually lose before I get to the podcast. <laughs> in like Portland, they gave me a, that cool voice box that made all the um, like the applause oh the applause sounds, sounds, and the sounds, sounds and stuff. Yeah, I have it over here now. Another girl gave me like uh, finger symbols in Boston, and none of it has made it to this <laughs> table. But I appreciate it so much. As long as you have it, Mike, I think that's I have. All that that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I have all of it, and I look at it. It's on my work desk every day, and I appreciate all of it, as I know Steve does. And you guys are really the. Uh, you know, really one of the coolest fan base of anything that I've ever been involved with and uh, very thankful. Agreed. Thank you so much, Mike. That's so sweet of you to say. Mm -hmm. Um, And so without further ado, for those of you that have been waiting for the 100 horn salute, uh, this is it now. So thank you very much. And I present to you the 100 honk horn salute, the 100 horn honk salute for 100 episodes of Dynamic Banter.
hundreds. One hundred horns, guys. Which we and- get to our five hundred episode. <laughs> Can't wait for our 500th episode. Uh, I, my neighbor hates us. I, my neighbors <laughs> hate me so much right now. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time on Dynamic Banter. We love you very much. Thank you so much. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>